Welcome to Say Your Peace, episode number 43. My name is Jay Moore. My name is Christiane, and today we have a very special guest, connector, activist, DEI practitioner, and advocate of Black and Brown women's opulence. Podcast host of How Is Life and Low Key Striving, I would like to introduce everyone to Andrea Weaver. Hi, folks. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited Mm -hmm. to have you. So for those who don't know what DEI is... Mm-hmm. Me, me. Yeah. <laughs> People like Jamar. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, DEI is, um, it is now a buzzword and a costume that most people put on, but it really started with trying to look at employees more holistically. And mm-hmm. um, it started with words like people team and people in culture. And then it evolved into people engagement or employee experience or onboarding experience, offboarding experience, um, employee branding. Now with a lot of the social justice work that folks are doing, um, especially uh, in the last seven years with the original rollout of Black Lives Matter with the Me Too movement, it is acknowledging disenfranchised folks or marginalized people in the workspace. So that's where we're, when you hear DEI, it's usually workforce related, although it does not start and stop at work. Racism does mm. not start and stop at work. Neither does sexism, neither does capitalism, neither does nepotism. Like it's mm-hmm. just all of the things. But when you hear it, they're really talking about it in the workplace. Does that make sense for you, Jamar? <laughs> yes. Okay. I completely understand. Okay, cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Andrea and I have experience in the um, ERG portion in tech companies. Mm-hmm. Um, she's moved over into a role. Um, she lead the black ERG. I did. At the company that we work together at. Yeah. And then now she's a diversity manager. And then of yeah. course, not not only she's a diversity manager, but she's very active. I'm a I'm an advocate for people. Mm-hmm. I'm my my purpose mm-hmm. is to reduce harm to people. And we don't recognize people. And I use this analogy a lot. Like the idea of freedom is great. The problem is we are viewing it from a lens of being separate. And that's what capitalism and white supremacy does, right? Um, We're marginalized because they take up all this space. So if I'm like, here's a piece of binder paper and like I wrote all over it and this is all white space. And then all we have is right here. We don't have much to work with. Although our bodies of people are huge. What does that mean? Well, now we're forced to like live on the margins. And I think that's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, yeah. So when it comes to how is life and low key striving? <laughs> so for my podcast, your podcast. Yeah. What do you normally talk about? Um, how is life is, and it's spelled H E A U X. Um, it's Fancy. a, yeah, it's a play <laughs> on the Twitter kind of idea of being a hoe, right? So anything you do mm-hmm. as a woman, you're a hoe. If you have, you know, if you date, you're a hoe. If you don't want to marry the first Mm -hmm. man that smiles your way, you're a hoe. If you have multiple children, you're a hoe. Um, Like, it's just like this weird sentiment. So it's kind of like um, the reclaiming of the word hoe. And it's really about, um, it's myself and my friend Clarice. Um, She's actually a, 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 um, what do they call it? Um, She majors in um, ethnic and and, um, black studies specifically herself. Mm. And, but she's a stylist and that world also is very white. 
um, non-textured hair, very, you know, all that stuff. And so we really talk about um, those identities. We talk about sexual flu fluidity, um, owning your, your own sexual identity, owning your own narrative, um, empowering women, and really talking about um, the world and how we see it as women and trying to be progressive and not be uh, subscribed to the normal. We're very anti-establishment. So I don't subscribe to, in order to have a baby, I need to be married. Like, that's not a thing. Mm -hmm. Clearly, we all know that's possible. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have a 13 year old. Mm -hmm. He's thriving. So it's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not a thing. Um, unpacking how we live, like women shrink themselves when a group of men is around. Why? Because we're afraid that they're going to attack us or run us down the street, like all those things. Um, my podcast with my friend Marvin, he is a uh, licensed black therapist, which is super rare. Um, we talk about more of the um, it's, it's definitely black as fuck, but it's also really inclusive in the fact that we understand that if I'm marginalized, we're all marginalized. So we really talk about political things, um, bringing awareness to like impactful things, DI kind of stuff. So in, in, in social work therapy, and then we kind of clown around a little bit. We joke, um, we talk about our own wellness, how we're doing, how we're navigating the world, um, the work that we're doing. So we kind of bring both of those worlds together and, and talk it through. So for the whole is live portion, a question mm -hmm. that came up for me was this one episode or maybe two episodes, Jamar, that you and I talked about this. It was about mm -hmm. buying drinks for women mm -hmm. and then <laughs> saying no. Mm -hmm. So me and Jamar, we never came to a conclusion about that. Do you remember that conversation, mm -hmm. Jamar? Yeah. So if the girl mm -hmm. is drunk and mm -hmm. she asks you, to have sex with her mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no right end of the day no just don't do it like it's, that's not okay and then so jamar said but what if like you meet at a bar you know and you buy them a drink should you not buy them a drink well so you have mm -hmm. to contextualize what drunk is mm -hmm. drunk is about really what we're talking about like take drunk out of it it's really about mm -hmm. is this person able to make a conscious decision about mm -hmm. what they're going to do. So yeah. sometimes someone could be sleepy. You mm -hmm. probably shouldn't push it. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it, so if you buy someone a drink, you have to, and I've bought people drinks, right? Mm -hmm. I can drink like nobody's business. Christiane mm -hmm. can tell you. <laughs> so my drunk is not someone else's <laughs> drunk, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and to, in order to not turn this into like victim blaming, the other person mm -hmm. needs to gauge it. How bad do you really want to have sex with this person? And can it wait? Because if mm -hmm. you really like this person and she likes you, alcohol or not, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Right. And so buying a drink, you'll be fine. One drink. And if she can't drink and you drink, you should probably consider not talking to somebody that can't drink. That's a good mm -hmm. answer. Because we were well, like, I, I wasn't saying like I buy her a drink and then like say like things no, no, escalate to like doing it and stuff. And I'm no. like, wait a minute, I yeah. can't do it or anything. Yeah, I'm just I mean, saying, it's up to you. Yeah. I think it's I think it's fair to err on the side of caution. Right. We're in a world exactly. where perception mm -hmm. is everything. And, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to scare anybody, but we also lived in a world for a really long time where no matter what women were expected to give up Pearl, no matter what. 
Mm-hmm. So now we're in a world where now women have agency over their bodies. So it's not really mm-hmm. about the men. It's about us having agency, whether we are drunk, whether we're sober, whether we're pissed, whether we're happy, whether we're sleeping to make mm-hmm. a decision and make sure that that per- other person respects us enough to also make a mature decision about mm-hmm. something like that. Cause that's a serious, I mean, it's this pretty serious thing and it can be, and it be, and it can become a legal thing if you are not gauging things properly. Right. So Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's up to the adults in the room to make, have that conversation. And unfortunately, if you're not mature enough to have the sex conversation drunk or not, before you go and have sex with somebody, you don't need to be having sex anyway. So if Mm -hmm. she comes up to you and she's like, she's obviously a stranger danger. Well, no, I think after like a couple of drinks together. No, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I I just say air. Air on, on the side, the side of, of caution. caution. You could yeah, buy drinks and be like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm gonna holler at you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like buying drinks does not make you a sucker. Don't make you a simp. Like I like mm-hmm. to have people, I like when people have t- fun around me. So if you want to drink or you want to dance or you want to smoke weed or you want some edibles, cool. That's, but that's a you thing. I'm not doing that to 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 lubricate, lube, lube you up either. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like your intentions yeah. have to be right. And I think that saves a lot of folks when the intention is right. Mm-hmm. I think hope that helps. About right? Yeah, <laughs> you, got it. You, thing, you got it right on there. You were saying like, okay, what? So what if she's like, oh yeah, like I want you, and then am I supposed to say no? And I think that's just like something. And that's me. what I said. I said I'm gonna say no. <laughs> and guess what? I said, I'm you have every cautious. right to do that. You should. Exactly. And, and if you're not sure, a no is better than making a huge mistake. Exactly. Right? So with low key striving, mm-hmm. you said it was more mental health, yeah, more cognitive reason, cognitive reasoning surrounding um, all of the things, right? So mm-hmm. when we think about diversity, and I'm only saying that because we already talked about it, so people have context. Yeah, but when we think about diversity, a lot of people think about what you look like, how you mm-hmm. present in the world, or how the world receives you. Well, you know, here we, I live, we live in California. We're kind of spoiled. If we Definitely. were to go to the Midwest and some places in the South, it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to move, the, be who we are here, there, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we're thinking about that, like there's that aspect. And then the audacity to assume that someone has that some, you know, Pacific Island person has the same experience from one to another or right. a black person, everybody's ghetto and has single moms or their parents are on dope or every single mom is the same or, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, those, we all know those tropes for people of color or, or marginalized people. And it's really unpacking that and calling it out. And that's what we really do. We do have fun with it. Cause we have an ask a therapist and clearly I'm not a therapist. So I'm pretty <laughs> like, <laughs> you know but my friend really something. is a therapist yeah and so he'll I'll answer as like me being Andrea and he'll answer as a therapist and we'll kind of like talk it out a little bit mm. um and then we always are talking about things that affect community so one of our like topics even at on Ho is Life we're talking about those um the babies at the border that are still locked up that no mm-hmm. everybody keeps forgetting about because our president's bad shit so but we should forget about them. No, there are children. Those are children, period. They should not be living in cages like animals. 
and mm-hmm. animals shouldn't even be living like that. So like, I know PETA would be all up and down that border if that was dogs. Mm-hmm. So why are we not, we don't even, we don't even see babe children of black and brown bodies, even children are socialized as if they're adults. Mm-hmm. So the care is not there, but let that have been some like blue eyed blonde hair babies. Oh, that shit would have been. It would have been blown. They would have blew ASAP. that shit up. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. It's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of where we are. It is. It's very social justicey. It's fun because mm-hmm. I'm fun. Um, but <laughs> it's all the things. I I just think we need more mediums to just recognize the things that are going on in the world. And for me, this work is not about me. Right. My job. My purpose is to make sure people are seen and heard. Period. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't care who it is. Harm to anybody is a problem to me. Any group yeah. of people, any, 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 like we've had concentration camps here and that's another one. So let's mm-hmm. just like call it mm-hmm. what it is. So back to the children at the border. Yeah. Do you think that the reason why it's not more focused on right now is because like the media is just not covering it as much? It's never the media, or- just not covering it. Mm-hmm. It's always about propaganda mm -hmm. and what sells that doesn't sell. Yeah. Because like, I know when like the right talks about it and stuff like that, they like dehumanize the people at the border. Yep. And that's why, and that's why it's not a big issue Mm -hmm. right now because so many people that are on that side believe that Mm -hmm. because of all the marketing done towards the children at the border. Mm -hmm. And remember, like if we just put up the map of this election, Yes, mm-hmm. Biden won, popular and electoral. That shit was tight. We ain't yeah, talking about like hundreds and thousands, hundreds of mm-hmm. thousands or millions of votes different. We're talking about mm-hmm. margins of like 2,000 votes in an right. entire state. Mm-hmm. Y'all, we're living like that is a representation of the US. New mm-hmm. York and California are anomalies. And even in California, we're, we're actually largely a red state. It's from Sacramento yeah. to Bakersfield. It's that entire strip of like mm-hmm. farmland. Those people are very conservative. Shout out to my Central Valley folks. Love y'all, but it's just the truth. Um, mm-hmm. it, 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 that's just what it is. I live there and I can tell you it's like that to oh. this day. My son goes to school there. It's still like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... If though if the world if the world as we know it is really like that, then that lets you know that <laughs> we got a bigger issue than just an election or just the media. Mm-hmm. This is all some for some people that's their only representation of people of color. Yeah. So yeah. imagine that. Imagine never have seen a black or Latinx person in your entire life. You imagine know- not seeing any person of color or any queer person in your entire life, your only point of reference is TV. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. That's the thing I've had, I've came across so many people who have told me, I never knew what a Filipino was. Like, I didn't know that was a thing, like a thing. Mm-hmm. A thing. <laughs> You're a person. It's exactly. not a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. I am a human being. Yeah. Yeah. I and that's why, that's, just... why, that's why, that's why TV is very important too. diversity mm-hmm. in TV. representation representation because not a lot of people know right and that's the form that's a form of learning nowadays the medium 
watch mm-hmm. TV, watch Netflix, especially Netflix. They're Music. increasing more diversity in mm-hmm. their shows, right? Mm-hmm. So these people, they're like, oh shit, like I've never seen that person before. And then they see all these kinds of Asians and then they realize, oh shit, there's different types of Asians. There isn't just Chinese or Japanese. Yeah. And that's new mm-hmm. too, because most people look at Asian people or what they assume as Asian, right? The, the Asian markers for folks, right? Is mm-hmm. you're studious, you're good at math and you got money in your mattress. That's not every Asian person. That's not every, every Asian person's experience. Not every Asian person goes to Harvard. Like, what? Like what? Like, not that that's a bad trope, but and then even when you see Asian men in movies, they are really mm-hmm. seen as like asexual, feminine, non like attractive. Like, and that's like mm-hmm. I I know for a fact there's plenty of fine ass Asian men. So I don't know what is happening in these movies and it'll be a, an, an attractive Asian man, but his his storyline is just so far disconnected from like a love interest is sickening. Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, right. wh- why, why even put this person in here? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like the token black guy in a group of white boys, right? Like, mm-hmm. what's happening right now? Like, mm-hmm. why is that? And so that's what people think when they see see us and i'm talking about our you know nationalities or, or or identities i should say because we can all kind of relate but we could do that for queer folks you know gay people when gay men when they're in shows they go through this mm-hmm. whole drama and strife and it only comes through triumph and death and it's like no they have regular lives like the rest of us like it's right. not it's not that deep like it's fine trans women live women lives and are fine like it's Mm-hmm. And and there are things that also happen, and but it shouldn't just be this one view of like. And it's always like that in the movies too. It's, it's sickening. Others mm-hmm. like, like I suck at math. There's no fucking. I didn't go to college. <laughs> like, right. Like, right. It, it's mm-hmm. it's all it's and it's it convinces people that that's the way of life and that's the problem. And then if they see you and they meet you, now you're a problem. Yeah. Mm. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, it's not even whether it's like, that's a great trope to have, but that's not everybody. Mm-hmm. So why would, wh- because it's the othering. So you see it, the colorism that happens, all that. I may be black, but I'm not gay. Mm-hmm. I may be black and gay, but I'm not black and trans. Well, I'm black and trans, but I'm passing. So, right. Or I'm, I'm a black man, but I'm not a black woman. Right. Like it's, it's this constant othering that makes us feel empowered. And one of my friends, Alexis Cobbins, said this to me a while ago. She said, um, oppressed people take on or use the tools of the oppressor to feel empowered. So we take the same shit that white supremacy, capitalism, and patriarchy feed us, wrap it up, put it in a nice bow, scratch off white supremacy and say, uh, black power or feminist or like whatever, but it's the same shit. Mm -hmm. You can't, Mm -hmm. you can't say you care about civil rights and then discriminate against someone, right? Now you can have your own space and say, I wanna have my community of of women of color. That's my prerogative. And I'm not mad at you for wanting to have something of your own as well. Mm -hmm. We just need these spaces because we don't have them. Yeah. Right. I'm not othering mm-hmm. you. I just want to continue to build community for us because mm-hmm. we don't have. White privilege says, 
well, we need to be a part of everything all the time. Well, you already have everything. So you don't have to be here. We can have our own space, right? And so it's like this weird dichotomy of like, yes, you can have a positive trope, but if I don't meet that expectation, then I'm not valuable to you. Mm. And that's the problem, right? Yeah. Like these resource groups are about equity, like the offerings that they provide for those spaces, like women, yep. Yep. Asians, yep. Latin. It, it, they provide resources that actually push them to success. Yep. And that's why those spaces are important. Yep. Right. And that's community. That's, that's what's important about being a diversity manager. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And to call out that. the shit mm-hmm. and just put eyes on things. And it's not always about, cause I don't believe that white people are inherently dangerous. I just think white supremacy is inherently dangerous. Mm-hmm. And when you are a person that benefits from a privilege because we, because all of us do just white people have more and it's the truth, right? You too are dangerous because you are willfully ignorant. Mm -hmm. So something will go on and you might like feel a little cringy, but you don't say nothing because it really doesn't affect you. Mm -hmm. But that's the problem. We're not acknowledging that things are happening. We're not acknowledging that I'm being paid less than my male counterparts. We're not acknowledging that my manager talks to me in a real sexual undertone way, but he doesn't talk to my other teammates that way. Or someone told me, you know, someone's telling me to smile or someone's handing me their trash as I walk by, or they talk to me in an accent because they, because I'm Asian, they just talk to me in an accent and think I talk in an eight, you know, like it's stupid mm-hmm. shit like that, that people see and don't call out. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's why diversity in companies now is growing more and more because we're starting to see how just ass backwards it really is. Mm-hmm. And it's not malicious. It's just, you don't know shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of leads up to the next topic um, for difficult conversations, because they have there. I, I don't know if you went through this, JMR. I don't know if you mm-hmm. went through this, Andrea, but I've come across family members who <laughs> who sure. tell tell me I'm racist against white people. And I'm like, okay, not, I'm not racist against white people. I'm racist against white supremacy. And of course, they're Republicans, Trump supporters. All lives matter. Mm-hmm. It's a difficult space. Have you ever been in that situation before, Jamar? Yeah, right now, yo. I got family right members that say that God is going to prove that Trump won the election and shit. Yes. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I wish I could bring you to my Thanksgiving if I happen <laughs> to see them, just so I could have you talk and explain. Because when I try to explain, I'm just like, yo, I don't want to hear this shit from you guys and stuff. But it's like, damn, like, I couldn't believe it. Like, I have a lot of friends that are actual like legit trump supporters Mm -hmm. and it's over the stupidest shit like they're like i don't want to be taxed under biden's tax plan and they don't even make four hundred thousand. i was gonna say get no one's talking to you no one's talking to you this isn't your show be quiet that's what i'm saying he's not even thinking about you Mm -hmm. and then i have friends that voted for trump in 2016 i'm just gonna fall out of my chair go ahead yeah right (laughs) i feel the same exact way and the reason was because they were like because Hillary and the Democrats are going to take away my guns. And I'm like, your guns aren't even registered. Like, I'm like, what are you guys even talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah. And it's like, that's like the stupidest shit ever. And I just like, Uh yeah, 
Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, happy that COVID is going around so I don't really have to see all my family members that I disagree with and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle said something like that in his recent, sta- uh, was it? Yeah, uh, I'll was- give you the whole rundown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what he said? Mm-hmm. He said, I was standing in line voting. Mm-hmm. He said, I heard, I saw these, you know, white people. Now I have a lot of white friends and my white friends mm-hmm. are rich. Mm-hmm. And I heard them call these white people, white trash. Now I wouldn't call white people white trash. I'm just saying that that's what those white people call these people. And they're talking about voting for Trump and now he's for them. Mm-hmm. He said, you stupid idiots <laughs> talking about me. He doesn't mm-hmm. give a shit about you. And the mm-hmm. truth of the matter is this whole country is built on money. We are not in a Definitely. government. We are in a business. Mm-hmm. And when And as we saw in this pandemic, if it was up, to this government at large, not just the president's like, let's be clear. Yes. The president is president or whatever, but they allowed him to do and say a lot Mm -hmm. of that shit. And that's a Mm -hmm. fact. There were a lot of people in cabinet in Congress in Senate and house seats that supported a lot of that rhetoric. Why? Because what Mm -hmm. it did was continue to give this persona of patriotism. Mm -hmm. right what is what is what is patriotism right or well you've seen those things online where it's like what's obamacare yeah get Mm -hmm. rid of obamacare and then they use the other name for it and people like no i'm for that and they're like it's the same Mm -hmm. thing right it's the affordable care act versus obamacare right Mm -hmm. but what's the undertone issue it's Mm -hmm. a black man doing it Mm -hmm. right it's it's well obamacare is gonna charge you and tax you affordable care act helps folks stupid right and it's right. And it's mm-hmm. but 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 here's the thing the two things that i've recognized when i'm talking about this even with whether it's leadership or someone on staff the reason why you're saying the things you're saying is because it's easy to not read mm-hmm. you are not doing research you are not actually learning what you need to learn a lot of us vote the way our parents voted because it's mm-hmm. easy it's hard. Like it took me about a week and a half and I've been voting for a long time or understand how to vote. It took me about a week and a half to understand my ballot this year, like a solid week and a half. And then I had mm-hmm. to go back and read it again. Like the language legalese is not for us. Uh-huh. So when we go and vote down ballot, whether you voted or not, it's important to vote, but it's not the only thing we need to be doing. Mm-hmm. If you really feel like this president is for you. That's cool. Okay, well, what are other policies that they stand on? That shuts people up every time. Mm-hmm. What are the policies? I like well, that. Well, Kamala and, and Ben, no, no, no. What's, what's, what's the policies? Mm-hmm. What, what changes were actually enacted? Because inheriting something growing is not the same as growing something. Mm-hmm. That's right? right. So mm-hmm. if Biden and Trump did all this work to not only try and correct what, what, us being in debt from the Iraq war after 9-11, whatever you believe with that, right? There was a lot of work to be done. They met opposition after opposition after opposition. Could there have been more radical change? Yes, but as we can see, a president alone does not enact change. Mm -hmm. And so while you're voting for a president, you need to be voting for policy. So while you worried about who's in a presidency, how did you vote on, Proposition 16. How did you vote on 22? 
How did mm-hmm. you vote on 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 um uh HH? Like if you can't talk, you can't talk to me then. Mm. We don't have anything to discuss because we're not on the same playing field. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. my job is to either educate or be educated. Right. That's my only means of con- I'm not arguing. Like some people are just going to be, you don't want to learn. You just want to call something stupid. You want to feel empowered. Mm-hmm. You want to use tools to hold other people down so that you feel good about what you did. But the fact is you didn't know anything. So I'm not saying you should have that conversation, but those are the thoughts you should be thinking when people start talking to you about politics, especially even mm-hmm. if you don't know. Most of us don't know how to navigate political spaces. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Like explain the electoral college. It's crazy. I don't even know why, like, I feel like we should probably have one, but it should definitely be like dispersed a little different for sure, right? right? Um, but like, if we're gonna talk specifically about those conversations, um, let people talk. And then you have to make, and, and here's the thing, and I had to learn this real hard, just cause relationships are not linear. They're not, they're not, just cause I've been knowing you since high school, does not mean I need to still be your friend in that capacity. Doesn't mean exactly. I hate you. Doesn't mean, you know, I hate your existence. I want you to die. Unfortunately, when we're talking about human life, we're talking about millions of lives being mm-hmm. affected by a choice. That's it. Mm-hmm. If that's true and you think it's okay to cause harm to other people so you can benefit, I, I can't fuck with you. That's true. You have to cut up a lot mm-hmm. of relationships because of that. Because there's too many Mm -hmm. people like us that are either understand that there's a problem and are willing to learn or are part of the, um, the fix. Mm -hmm. And those are the spaces you need to be in community and family. Don't got to be the ones that you've been knowing all your life. Sorry, Mm -hmm. that don't work. Everybody can't go with you and it's hard. And it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a hard place to be our parents. We can't really divorce our parents. Um, but we can limit conversations with shit like that. When my right. dad says certain things, like he's, I find him to be really progressive, but there'll be times where he'll say something and I'm just like, okay, I'll call you back. Mm-hmm. I I know context too. Our parents are older and come from a different background. And, you know, there are certain things that I'm going to check and not check and and be involved with and not if my siblings are off the rails and talking about voting for Trump and all this other dumb shit, like, well, you go do that. Mm -hmm. But I can't take you nowhere with me Mm -hmm. in family settings. Let's stick to family stuff. If we're going here, I I can't be around you. I would Mm -hmm. love to spend time with you. This is an off topic. If you just need to be around that person, this is off topic for us. We are never going to discuss this. We can discuss our lives together, what we plan to do, enjoying each other's company. This though, that's not for us to discuss. Right. And you need to accept that. Um, that also goes, lends to us understanding our own boundaries. That's our problem, especially people of color. We cling to our relationships. Like it is the last one we will ever have in our entire life. And if there is not strife and struggle in a relationship, it don't mean shit. But I'm here to tell you, honey, that good things can come easy. And just because we have been socialized to understand that struggle is everything, it is a lie. I have had such a great experience in the last two years releasing myself from that mentality around family and friends that I've had for a really long time. 
I can mm -hmm. still be your friend and still not have you come around like that. I can still call and check on you. I can still love your kids, but this is an area that I'm not talking to you about. I'm to the point, I'm just not going to speak to you at all. Mm -hmm. But that's me. That takes time. You have to learn your spaces. But when we're talking about family events and stuff like that, like you got to be mature. People are emotional about all this stuff. We all are. Yeah. And that's, that's okay. Right? right. And I think that's what we all have in common. We're just emotional about it. And so take your emotion out of it and just recognize that sometimes people just want to talk about shit. They don't know nothing they talking about. We mm. all know those people in meetings mm -hmm. that just keep talking and talking. You're like, can you shut up? We're over it. <laughs> right. Like, and, and mm -hmm. it's just because sometimes people want to be seen or, or be heard. Guess what? I'm not that person for you, boo. I got other stuff going on, you know? Yeah. And so family conversations are hard. And so my advice is to go in, set boundaries or don't go. I really was mm -hmm. just going to say that too, because that was the main thing I got out of it. Set your boundaries. Also educate yourself. Advocate yourself mm -hmm. yeah. and get around folks. Get around other people. Get out of your circle. I promise you. you start that, they're going to shut the hell up. Like, oh shit, I didn't mm -hmm. do my research. Yeah. Because you're listening to QAnon, whatever that thing is. Dude, every time you ask <laughs> someone to cite their sources, especially like if you hear them just repeating shit that like they hear like on like Fox no News one's reading talking points yeah <laughs> they just repeat shit that they hear yeah mm -hmm. it's in and, and it's heartbreaking because we know that we are marginalized but for some reason we take on the othering i'm not that mm -hmm. yes you are when mm -hmm. you are a person of color or you're a marginalized person you can be as uppity and think you assimilate assimilate to whiteness as much as you want, but be in a room full of white folks, you gonna stick out like a sore thumb. That's so true. Somebody's gonna remind you that you don't belong here. Oh man. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I need to say that to some certain people. <laughs> Give me a little reminder. You wanna be all about Trump? Hold on. Yeah. You think that you belong, but you don't at the you end don't. of the day. You, you don't. do not belong. And so the question that. is, where do you belong? Right. And it's the communities that we decide for ourselves that we belong to not the ones that were God-given, not the ones related by blood. Mm -hmm. We don't owe people anything. You don't owe, you don't owe people rent space in your head. Free rent in your head? Nah, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go and find some folks that, are, that want to see some change, that are learning and growing because that's gonna feed me to learn and grow. When I'm down, when I'm out, I can just say, hey friend, hey sis, whoever, mm -hmm. and really lean on those relationships. I need quality and value because I add quality and value. I'm not being around nobody that just likes to come to the ATM and never put no money in. Mm -hmm. I'm just not going to do it. It's just too much. I need to sleep at night. <laughs> so yeah. like, I'm just not, I'm just not doing it. And I'm, and I'm really firm about that. Right. You know, a funeral, fine. We'll all hang out, whatever. But like, mm -hmm. and I still might even check on you. That does not mean I accept that type of shit. Anything that, lends to harming folks i'm just not going to do i'm not going to vote for i'm not going to support anything about harming people or even their their identities or their livelihoods i'm not going to do that even trump supporters i don't want death on you i just want you to fucking read a book mm -hmm. like get to know a black person get to know a person of color get to know some black women out here doing this work mm -hmm. like and listen this is a whole nother topic but like men of color don't vote well really oh no 
30, yeah, 36 percent. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, when we look at the numbers, um, black, uh, black and men of color voted largely for for Trump. Oh wow, um, largely, and actually was a thirty six percent increase. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard oh, that Trump goodness. like he increased in like every everything except like white like white suburb suburb something yeah like well that. white people were going to vote yeah. anyway white women voted by mm-hmm. 50 55 percent for trump again mm-hmm. like they always vote terribly so that's right. not like a surprise <laughs> yeah. but like i mean but but like i said if you look at that map then you know that's mm-hmm. true right yeah, i crazy. really I love just... this conversation that you have because mm-hmm. it really like opens up the doors for me to have these conversations with other people that i really love and it, it sucks you know yeah it's, I just I just couldn't keep a conversation with someone who supports someone who's like against all all these fucking races, you know, talking all this shit. I couldn't do it. Yeah. You know what? You know what I think it is? I think a lot of supporters that support him, they're not really they don't care about what he stands for, but it's more like what he represents, like a, a rich, successful white guy. And he's like a shark in business and everything like that. And, and he that's ain't even that. All they, exactly. <laughs> and that's all that they, like when they go to like his own. Um, you are hitting the nail. Exactly. On the head. Like when they go to his own, um, what is it called? His um, MAGA Towers things. Or oh yeah. What the MAGA rallies or whatever. Yeah. When they go to the rallies and like. He's been rallying don't... since he's been in office. No president. That's what I'm saying. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like he's doing I've a whole never. Tour. I don't yeah. remember that ever happening in like mm-hmm. our lifetimes of having like presidents. Like I don't remember like Obama going rallying. Like he was rallying. Not the even first Bush. Year. Exactly. Yeah. You do that so you can get elected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he did and it just... like even like after he was elected. Like he's done he it rallying. his entire presidency, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's crazy, and I really feel like that's the majority of his supporters. They just see him as this person. The successful ass person, and he's not. He's like not. he's, he's all about fraud. So many times and everything. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Tax evasion. I've paid more in taxes my entire life than that man has paid in his mm-hmm. life. For real. For real. That mm-hmm. shit pissed me off. Meanwhile, people are like, I don't want to get taxed more. You're already getting taxed more, boo. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> like, yeah. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. It's so insidious though. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. here. You see it heavily in like transplant cities where it's like oh we don't have we don't have racism oh yes you do yeah you do mm-hmm. oh yes you do yeah. it's covert as fuck i was I surprised see. Mm-hmm. and it's yeah. time out to stop that narrative and thinking that we not california no california mm-hmm. <laughs> like yes new york yes absolutely mm-hmm. yes vegas right like right let's cut it out we gotta be yeah. honest and unpacking all of the things yeah andrea i really yeah. appreciate this uh topic that we discussed like mm-hmm. all three of them like <laughs> about your chat, like the reasoning for it like how to approach conversations like it, it gave me confidence to talk to my family members i'm not right? saying but i know mm-hmm. y'all listen to my you don't shit. need to you don't need they know See, and here's the my thing, uncle, just like my white aunt. folks. <laughs> like, first of all, let me pull out my list. It's right here. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but they know. And just like mm-hmm. white people know, they know. They know. You don't mm-hmm. have. That's the thing. They know. Mm-hmm. It's no. That's why you shouldn't even waste your breath. Mm-hmm. Right. You're trying to. Who are you trying to. You know what I say to people? Who are you trying to convince? Me or you? Because okay. I for sure didn't ask you. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But who are you trying to convince, me or you? I don't need, that's your business. Mm-hmm. I'm minding my black business though. So that's your business. You're cross to bear. Cause there's somebody that's gonna be on the right side of history of this. Yes. Somebody, mm-hmm. it's always somebody. And maybe some folks in between, mm-hmm. but it ain't, it, it's one or the other for the most part. That's true. Comes from community. Understand that you have got mm-hmm. to connect to folks that are looking to learn. They don't have to know everything. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be perfect. They don't have to have come, come from some perfect background. You have to start extending your community to more than your echo chamber of people. Cause you will mm-hmm. be a product of that echo chamber. I have white friends, black friends, Cambodian friends, um, Middle Eastern friends, queer on every spectrum. Like, because it's important. I learned so much. Not because mm-hmm. I want to say I have a trans friend. No, no, no. Because I will. Re- I really want to learn. Mm-hmm. I really, I really want to be better. And I'm not perfect. I still have misgendered people. That doesn't mean that I can't grow. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I've still had thoughts that were homophobic because that's society, right? But I've had to check myself. Now I'm in the habit of choosing different thoughts. That's hard to do, mm-hmm. to get out of anxiety cycles. I have to choose different thoughts. It doesn't make everything better and it's not faking it till you make it, but you have to make, it's a conscious decision. Mm-hmm. And when people do that, they're just surface level, trying to live, trying to make it. And that's really all of us are trying to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Appreciate well that. said. Yeah, well, I know. Before we go into these last final questions for you, sure. Anything else that you would like to add on? Because I know you just said a whole bunch of things. I always say a whole mm-hmm. bunch of shit. That was um, going to hi- no, it's not bad things. We're going to highlight it because okay. people mm-hmm. need to hear it. So it's yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna start a women of color uh, kind of boot campy. I don't like boot camp because it makes it sound like hard. It's not. Mm-hmm. But I do mm-hmm. want to create a space for black and brown women of color, which will be in the new year. Um, and we'll be unpacking imposter syndrome and owning your own opulence, right? Getting your own narrative, mm-hmm. coming out of the, you need to have babies, get pregnant, be barefoot and also work like, no, no, no. Like, what's your story? And so I'm working on that. Um, but my party advice for everybody, you know, who, however you identify, expand your circle try as hard as you can. It does not matter. Just show up to some shit that you wouldn't even go to. Even if you're a little nervous, like people are nervous around gay people. They just are. And that's okay. Go around them anyway. You'll learn something. You know, you're afraid of black folks. Just go hang around them. They just be wanting to have fun like everybody else, right? Like Mm -hmm. expand your circle. I promise you, it would just do you such a good service. And in the worst that can happen, you never go again. So that's my parting, parting advice. I love it. The questions now. These are rapid fire or something. What is this? Oh, it's like <laughs> rapid fire. We were coming up with names. They're like, oh, lightning talk. I don't know. Lightning, lightning round. Lightning mm-hmm. round. I like so lightning, lightning round. round. Okay, go. All right. I'm ready. If you could go anywhere in the world right now, where would you go and why? Colombia. Medellin wow. specifically. Um, I really, they have amazing architecture there and it's cheap as fuck. Also, they will not extradite me if I become uh, somebody like, like, you know, I'm an activist. So I'm always thinking about like, where could I just jet off to if something happens? So that's one of those mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Describe, describe yourself in three words. Um, I know it's hard, huh? I hate that type <laughs> of shit. Uh, no, um, I, I'll say inspiring, compassionate, 
and assertive. Hmm. Oh, that's actually really good. Mm -hmm. I think those all came across <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could talk to the president, what would you talk to him about? His hair. <laughs> we don't have to live like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. You guys see Rudy Giuliani's like hair like melting? Oh. Melting because he put uh, that anyway hair dye can you believe oh like the shit that's been happening lately like it's like that shit weird i'm just gonna say right now i saw a video of him like blowing his nose and then he was wiping it all over his face with the tissue oh. i was like you gotta be kidding me bro like it's, i'm uncomfortable it's weird it's <laughs> i'm uncomfortable i don't i'm uncomfortable <laughs> okay weird. last one okay favorite quote Oh man, that's a hard one. <laughs> good, it's good. Because I write down quotes all the time. So you know who Raj Kumari is? Oh well, no, yes. let's not do Raj Kumari. But I love hi Raj Kumari. If you see us, we love you. <laughs> um, she's just an amazing coach, and I just I and I have I've had a new executive coach named Magna. Um, so I'll give you. Let me see. Um, today, Audrey Lord, your silence will not save you. I love it. This is why I love mm -hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> I would be coming up with some dumb shit like, be proud of yourself in the future. Like, some <laughs> shit like that. Like, I still, that's an affirmation. People need that. I have stuff written all around my house. So I have that whiteboard and then I have a big closet mirror. And it's just, mm. I just write things to myself constantly mm -hmm. to just remind me that. I'm amazing not to be cocky it's to continue to feel no I'm serious like you got to tell yourself that you're amazing and why and you got to believe that shit right you, know, you can't mm -hmm. wait on other people to validate you so I do that type of stuff and then I read a lot um because I just love to read and I just write down quotes super fast like I'm reading this book called how we show up y'all should read it and I just like go through and as I'm reading I'll just like like put hella notes and like all in the margins and like because mm. I just feel like there's just so much from what people say or how they think about stuff so so yeah that's where that comes from Christiane I make up that quote <laughs> <laughs> I made up the quote that I just said there you go so. <laughs> there you go don't quote me on it yeah well, I appreciate your time, Andrea. This is of such, course. me and Jamar mm -hmm. always joke around how we're not an educational podcast, but this is why we yeah. bring people to educate well, thank us. Thank you for yeah. bringing some education. <laughs> yeah. Very listen, funny. we're all learning. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. listen, this is just happened to be my area. Now start talking to me about art. I'll be like, I don't <laughs> <laughs> know shit about it. All right. I appreciate your time. And I thank hope you. everyone mm -hmm. follows your podcast. Ho is life, mm -hmm. low key striving. And hit up Andrea for some DI stuff. I'm still yeah. consulting. I really am still um, through yeah. Mosaically, another um, a nonprofit that I've been working with and partnering with. So hit mm. us up. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed the episode and we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>